Welcome to the Truth Seeker's Guide, an uplifting podcast that explores the pursuit of truth through various disciplines such as history, spirituality, religion, philosophy, inner work, and science. What's going on, Truth Seekers? I'm your guide, Felipe Aristizabal. Today we're going to speak about why are we here and who is God. But I will encourage that if you have not heard episode one, that you go back and listen if you can. Uh, this will possibly give you a lot more from this episode. And if you haven't, you still will get a lot. Now, we're going to start with who is God. Now, to my understanding, God is the ultimate conscience, the source of all existence and the creator of the universal laws that govern the universe or the universal laws that govern the universe itself. Uh, he is the supreme being who holds everything and everyone together. God is described as all-knowing, omnipresent, all-good, unchanging, and eternal. Now, to me, it seems that God is the architect of the perfect and unchanging laws that govern the universe. According to scripture, God created humanity in his image to experience a loving relationship with him, a union of souls and spirit. Human beings are so unique in this universe I mean, as far as we know, we're the only living organism with the ability to deviate from God's perfect laws. Animals, plants, for example, they still obey the basic laws. They abide to these laws that God has created since the beginning. God has created humanity to have dominion and stewardship over the earth, over these plants and animals that are subject to these laws. But we have the ability to deviate from these laws. Now, why are we here? I mean, some argue that our existence is a result of chance, that intelligent beings somehow were created accidentally from an unintelligent universe. However, recent discoveries by scientists and physicists, they suggest that the universe is intelligent, which can be attributed to God. Now, science uses measurement and reasoning to come up with evolution. The problem with it is that they still need to believe in one miracle for their theory to be true. So they have to believe that everything came from nothing. And to me, that's more difficult to believe than that there is a creator, a supreme being that created. NASA via rotors Quotes, in principle, some purely physical systems that are not biological or organic may also be conscious. Because if space and time and matter had a beginning, then whatever created space, time, and matter cannot have space, time, and matter. It would have to, the cause of it would have to be spaceless, timeless, and immaterial. Like Frank Turek mentioned, a powerful, personal, intelligent God. In DNA, we see a written language. Language requires intelligence. Bottom line is, it's hard to deny that there has to be intelligence that created intelligence. According to scripture, we are here to reunite with God willingly. To make a conscience choice to love and live with him. If not, then why all this? We would simply be puppets. But... What nature teaches us is that there is a natural process to life. It is almost as if we are being cultivated with those who cannot align with the eternal laws being weeded out and those who can being preserved. 
And to achieve this, God had to allow the existence of evil, of the tree of good and evil, the tree of knowledge, which separated good from evil and granting us free will. The gift of free will is an expression of love. Without it, there can be no genuine love, only robotic obedience. So with free will, we now have the ability to choose between good and evil, to love God or reject him. Some argue that the choice to follow God is not much of a choice, as not choosing him leads to hell. But if we understand that God is life and light, then the absence of God is darkness and death. So it's only suitable that if we don't choose life, we're left with death. But God loves us that he's giving us the choice to pick life. This is something that God doesn't want to intervene. He doesn't want to intervene with free will. It would defeat his purpose. But he will apply pressure. He will harden hearts if needed for his ultimate goal and his purpose. A potter has to apply pressure in certain points to make a form. But to love us, he needs to give us the choice. Those who willingly choose to experience abundance and love with God find their way back to him, the prodigal love. While time is linear for us, it is a single picture for God. He sees it all at once. We are still actually in the process today of God's ultimate evolutionary plan of creation. He is still waiting for his harvest. The outer self is slowly decaying, allowing the inner self to gradually form. God is nurturing and preparing us so that we can become one with him. So if you don't value life, you would be a dangerous person for eternity. It would cause eternity damage, sickness, war, problems. Why would you want that in eternity? You would have to value life fully, good and bad, to be able to appreciate eternity or to value eternity. So this is why God grants us death on this planet. The only way to value life is death. A lot of people actually don't even value life or their life until they reach the end or at least close to the end where they can sense it. Around that time is when they start to value life and they start to think to themselves, missing people that they, have, they don't have in their lives and saying, man, I used to complain about this, this silly thing this person would do. But what I would do now to have them here now and doing those things, those what I would call, let's say, in the past negative. But now you see in a different light when you start to value life. We need life and death to value life because we don't throw pearls to pigs. They won't value the pearls. So if you have a lot of money and you're going to give it to your son or daughter, but you don't give them the opportunity to go to school, to learn, to go through trials and errors, and, and, and to be able to experience blood, sweat, tears, just to be able to value what it takes to make money and to be successful, let's say. If you just give them everything without that experience, they will never value money. But if they go through the experience and find out what it takes to make money, that trial and error, that pain, that suffering, that will allow you to value money. In the same way, 
without death, without trials, without tribulations, we cannot value life. We are here to grow and mature spiritually. Our flesh and soul must willingly accept the Holy Spirit through our human spirit so that we can live in harmony with God and everything else. Now, the moment that we deviate from God's laws, we become aware of our nakedness and had to work to provide clothing and substance. This marked the beginning of our evolutionary journey. Initially, the Garden of Eden represented the union of heaven and earth. However, humanity was still in its infancy in God's plan of evolution. Now, this could be seen physically as it happened, but it also could be seen inwardly as if our spirit and God's had to separate just so we can come back together in a perfect form as one. And it also could mean the soul separated from the spirit, bringing the soul back to the spirit and making the soul and spirit one. When Adam sinned, it disconnected the connection between God's spirit, the kingdom of God, and the human flesh, earth. It is the same as a child leaving home for the first time, experiencing right from wrong, independently, and learning to grow and fend for themselves, the prodigal son. In the Old Testament, we needed a temple and blood sacrifices to be in the presence of God. Just like one man, Adam, and through his disobedience and sin, separated us from the kingdom of God, spirit, now one man, Yehoshua, the lamb, the sacrifice, and his obedience and his purity are restoring the kingdom of God to humanity, the new temple of God. Since God is all good and all light, if he didn't allow the separation of darkness, we would never have free will. There would be no love. We can't choose light if there isn't darkness. Because if light is all there is, then we have no choice but just to live in light. There is no choice. There is the absence of choice. We are just forced to live with what we have. But when you have darkness, a separation, a negative to a positive, now there is an option. Now there's a choice we could make. Now there's free will. This is the reason to me why there's a tree of knowledge in the Garden of Eden. It needed to be there. It was planned. This is part of the plan. This allows us to deviate and to learn and to suffer through the bad and the good, being like God. In fact, if there is no death, then Christ would never be able to die for us and express the highest level of love that exists, which is giving your life for another. Without Judas betraying Jesus, we wouldn't have salvation. Without the Romans crucifying Jesus, we wouldn't have salvation. So without the negative, we have no choice. We have to see everything as a gift, good and bad. Now, I'm not saying that I'm um, I'm saying it's okay to do bad things, but I'm saying that it's okay to have the choice to do bad things because without that choice, we have no free will. And without there being a person that's evil, we can't define a person that's good and vice versa. So he allowed the existence of this for his plan. He needed resistance like a weight to a muscle so it can grow. So basically, even Satan, the devil, he's used in this earth as a way to train us. This way we can understand God's glory and his holiness and by seeing the, its opposite. Just as we cannot learn to walk without falling a few times. Ultimately, the choice lies within our minds. The unleashed enemy is a destroyer of souls. 
the enemy has a role to play, but it's still up to you to accept or reject. The battle is against our old sinful nature. The accumulation of sin sends Adam. So the battle is for your soul and it takes place within your soul, encompassing your mind, will, and emotions. The battle is in your mind. So follow, like, comment, share. If you want to help spread the kingdom, spread the truth, leave a rating for us. This will help us reach more people that need the truth. Let's continue to move forward. Remember, perspective is everything. You can make it heaven. You can make it hell. The choice is yours.